So a great way to have a following is by having strong values that the shopper can, you know, immediately favor over others. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we are dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I'm your host, Annette Grant. And we believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you are struggling to scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. And let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. This is the second time that I've had this guest on the show because the first time I unfortunately ruined it. So anyways, let's uh, let's welcome to the show today, Stephen Carl from Needle Movement. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me, Chase. Awesome. So on the first episode, it was actually quite a bit different than this one, uh, which actually I think is something we should kind of just talk on a little bit about the power of niching down and choosing your audience. Yeah, definitely. Um, and in some ways, it speaks to, um, I believe, in last time we talked about how change is so rapid. And this is proof to that point. Because last time, we were focusing on digital strategy and the many things that e-commerce brands are doing. You know, and this time, we're going to focus on a niche of mission-driven e-commerce and sustainable e-commerce. Because it's such a timely topic right now. Absolutely. And it kind of goes with kind of just the concept of, you know, you just got to make the choice. You got to make the decision. You got to make that movement. You got to, it, it, you know, it, it, it's the choice is either going to be fruitful or not. So fail fast and learn from it. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not saying that you're going to fail from this decision, but it, it just, it goes with the decision, like the, the mindset of you just got to make those choices. You got to keep moving forward. Yes. So going into niche, right. There is, there is a saying on with companies that brands should really focus on something. You know, not when you're talking to everybody, you're saying nothing because it doesn't right now shoppers are looking for authenticity and for you to speak to them. Like it's not about you, it's about them. And if you're not speaking their language, then your message isn't going to get through. And that's the problem with, you know, having a a global market um, that's more generic. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, if I can, uh, so what what happened in the last couple of weeks? And probably it was probably happening before we even had our first conversation. Um, what what led you to this decision? Yeah, and I guess the decision is that um, my my company Needle Movement is digital strategy services mainly for for Shopify stores and for e commerce brands and. I'm transitioning to better serve mission-driven and sustainable brands. Now, does that resonate with you more on a uh, mission level for yourself personally? I do have some experience with it on a personal level. I am a vegetarian. and Is that a mission? There's a mission element to it. But being a vegetarian just makes you mindful. A lot of it goes back to that Peter Drucker quote of... You can only improve the things that you measure and think about. Mm-hmm. So I've been, you know, I was a pescatarian five years ago, and then a year and a half ago, I transitioned to becoming a vegetarian. And it's a journey, you know, and I, I think that's what I've learned that it's not, you know, it's not something that happens. It's not a cold turkey thing. And I think in our, we're taught to believe that 
changes happen instantly. And I think it's just a gradual change that you, um, you find better options. I mean, for me, my choice to be vegetarian was it was about health. Just putting more vegetables in your body is a good thing. There's, you know, there's some belief in terms of meat that meat consumption is leading to some environmental impact, you know, and then there's just animal welfare, you know, and it goes to simple things like being a dog dad, that you just become a little bit more mindful of the choices you're making. And it's just a, you know, it's really a a personal thing. Absolutely. And so with all of that kind of weighing, not weighing on you, it's, it's, it's a fantastic choice. Um, with that in mind, it, it kind of helped you with the decision to kind of get into this, which I, I, I wholeheartedly respect and, and adore, uh, getting into the sustainable and purpose-driven brands. I, right. you know, that's a, an amazing space to be in. Um, so, so getting into that, let's, let's kind of get down that, that rabbit hole. So with that in mind, what, what do you think is like, uh, Differencing factor. That's not a word. But uh, what, what's uh, what's what's segmenting these these types of clients and these types of customers and these types of businesses from uh, from kind of the, the the pact? What's 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 really setting them apart? It goes along with the changing focus of consumers. We're not talking about all consumers. I think there is a segment of consumers, particularly millennials, and let's just say under the age of fifty. You know, these days brands are, they're not just stores anymore. You know, we run Shopify stores, but it's very important to think beyond it, you know, and there's nothing more close to that than, you know, brands are like humans. Like look at the names of all these companies. You got, you got Casper, you know, that's a name. You got Warby Parker, which sounds like a rich kid. You got Oscar, which is a healthcare company. You got Andy, which does swimwear. So, you know, brands are really trying to come across as humans. I think one of the reasons is because the consumer has so many places to shop. So whatever product you're carrying, that consumer now has a hundred options. So how is your brand going to differentiate itself from everybody else? I think in the past, there used to be a lot of there and there still are stories about features and benefits and performance. But what brands are doing now also is incorporating their values because there are Consumers are interested in social responsibility. Um, they want to see their dollars going to a good place. So it's not, I think in the past, a lot of people used to scream about boycotts, but now there is this sense of the consumer votes with their dollars and they want to support, you know, if, if a consumer finds out about something that they're not as strongly aligned with, like they might make a decision to say, hey, I have 99 other choices to buy other, pro- to buy this product. I'm going to go with that choice. Having mission and having just a a different purpose of, you know, in e-commerce, there is a motivation to make money and it's all good. I mean, we're, we're, you know, we're in this system and, you know, we all need to do that to support ourselves and to support our families and the people around us. You know, I think what's really awesome about this mission driven trend is that companies are saying, Hey, you know, I can make money, but wow, I can also help people in the process. I can, address these important things that are affecting my community at whole. And I think that's where the shopping patterns are changing because, you know, let's just say 10 years ago, people were very discount driven and stores were very discount driven where, you know, uh, and, and we see it sometimes in email messaging where you have brands that hammering away at discount messaging every other day. And, you know, that is a strategy and it can work for some people. You know, there are different segments. 
you know, but I think it sometimes that can dilute the value of your product and you lose that opportunity to really say something about what your company is and what you stand for and how you're different from all the other products. Absolutely. That resonates so well. So with making that choice as a business and and going down that path, uh, I know there's some, there's some amazing examples out there like Tom's, Everlane's, Allbirds. What do you think those companies have done that obviously paved the way kind of for this mission-driven movement? Um, you know, what are some of the things that they have done to kind of help out? Well, Tom's, you know, they they set up the business model. You know, Tom's did the one-for-one strategy is something that you still see successfully done all over the place. I think what's what's nice about the mission-driven trend is that I know what people are saying out there. They're like, you know, yeah, I want to do more, but I got to make money. How am I going to make money doing this? You know, it's like, oh, that'd be really nice if I could do that, but you know, it's, I don't know how that would work financially. And now we're seeing a lot of evidence of some really eye popping numbers that are coming from these businesses. So, you know, Tom's invented that template of one for one, where it's like, you know, you buy one shoe, we'll give it to a person in need, you know, but, you know, look at other companies that are doing it as well. Like there's um, Warby Parker did the same thing with glasses, you know, and that, you know, company is doing very well. Um, I mean, here's one that's fun, like Bombas. Bombas is selling socks, you know, and so, you know, this brand that is selling socks um, and is doing buy one pair of socks and we'll give, um, we'll give it to, I think they target homeless shelters, you know, but that brand made $102 million last year. So how many socks are you selling then? I mean, it's, you know, so it just dispels that concern. I think that people have that it doesn't, it might not be as effective. It'd be nice to do, but I don't know if it's viable as a successful business. And the reason why those brands are really successful, you know, uh, is because they're able to, they're, you know, when you see messaging on the product pages, you know, on your selling points that just drills that point home, people say, well, I could buy socks anywhere. Why don't I just try to help someone and buy socks? It's not that much more. I can do this and it's viable. You know, Everlane started as a brand that was about transparency with factories, and it's slowly evolving into a more environmentally conscious brand. And they're not doing it out of the woodwork. They're doing it because they see that's where there's a segment of the population that is very moved by, um, for the past, I'd say, three years, there's been a lot of word about how the fashion industry is one of the biggest polluters on the planet. And, you know, the call out is, you know, where were your clothes made and what are you going to do? So Everlane saw this point of people want transparency because they want to know where their products are from and they want to know that they're made well and they want to know that they're made, um, they're not just made in, um, in a small Asian country where the, you know, the wages are not sustainable for that person. You know, so it speaks to the quality, the transparency, and Everlane does it in a way also that it's not so expensive to do it. They're not they're not selling pants for two hundred dollars. I mean, they're selling it for, you know, I believe it's like under eighty dollars to buy. So it's it's viable for a consumer. Absolutely, I think when you're talking about maybe not just the one for one model, but all of the models where you're giving to a cause, you know, you're causing change in, in, in the world. I think it takes a different type of mindset to to run a business like that. And 
I, I know that some of uh, some people would look at it originally as a cost, and that's the worst way to view it. It's it's more of an investment, I believe. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right because it's in some ways when your cause is a marketing investment. You know, think about if you don't have if you don't have differentiators in your business, then it's just going to be much harder to sell your product to a lot of people. Yeah, what's the difference between you and Amazon? You know what I mean. Yeah, and you're going to have to. You're, so there's a lot of costs that are going to go into the inefficiency of ads, and how much you're going to have to pay to acquire a customer. So you're you're absolutely right that it's a it's an upfront investment that actually should reduce, or you know, it, it definitely has the potential to reduce your marketing costs over time because done right, you'll have a better funnel for sales. Because those, because you're attracting, I mean, it's like, you know, community is so important these days too. So when people believe in something, they're going to tell their friends and they're going to tell their family to do it. So instead of having to acquire people one by one, now you have this with an active community, you have people doing the job of marketing for you. Absolutely. So let's, let's get to like a harder question here. With this, you know, I don't want to call it a trend, but it, it's definitely very popular these days. Do you think it's going to stick around, or you think it's going to pass? Like, what, what's your opinion on that? Okay, well, I, I I've been in e-commerce since 1998, um, so I've seen some trends come and go. I believe that there is a segment of this audience that continues to move further in the direction. Like, you know, you look at terms like, I mean, I, I just notice even the term fast fashion. Where I remember when it was first said, or when I first heard it, which was probably six years ago. And it wasn't a bad term, but now when I hear it, it has more of a negative connotation. And you just sit back and you're like, wow, six years, like that, you know, first it was like, wow, these companies are so efficient in their operation. And now people don't look at it same, at the same way. But I, I think this trend definitely has legs just because if people, are buying products based on you know that belief and the you know if values are very important to branding and people keep supporting these companies then the, the trend will still go you know the trend will stay you know and we're seeing just you know there's just so many different examples of it you know now so many companies you know you're even seeing the giants like H&M and Amazon putting out statements on sustainability saying you know, by this year, we're going to have totally sustainable fabrics. And Amazon recently released a statement about um, carbon neutral shipping. You know, how I think they, they gave themselves a lot of time. <laughs> but, you know, so everyone is, is addressing it, um, which shows you that how much they wouldn't be addressing it um, if it wasn't a strong trend. I mean, the, something that happened the, the past week, which was really interesting, was there's an organization called the Business Roundtable that includes about 200 CEOs, including Jamie Dimon from Chase. And they issued a statement that the purpose of a corporation should not only be about shareholder value. It should be, you know, it should address workers, it should address community, and it should address environment. Now, these are only words, they're not concrete actions. But you're seeing a very large shift in the corporate sector. And I'll tell you, that would never happen if it was only a few consumers that were doing it. They're seeing shoppers that have a lot of options and that are showing, a, you know, in some 
instances, the ability to shop differently based on following their values. Support for our podcast comes from our friends at Simpler, a new way to staff 24-7 sales and customer service on your e-commerce store. It works with your existing email and chat platforms, so setup is quick and easy. Simpler's network of on-demand, US-based Simpler specialists are standing by to answer your customers' most common questions. Set it up for free today and then turn it on or off depending on your customer volume. You only pay $2.25 for every resolution. No hidden fees, contracts, or minimums. Close more sales with Simpler by staffing your email and live chat around the clock with Simpler specialists. Start your free 7-day trial at simpler.ai slash honest. That's S-I-M-P-L-R dot A-I slash honest. So if this is something that I want to do within my business, like what, what are the benefits that are going to be in it for me? I could see two benefits from it. The first benefit, I think it can benefit a company in a, in a wonderful way that... you know, And I think we've all worked inside the e-commerce development chain we're building websites, we're building marketing solutions, and we're motivating the people around us to do this. And what I've seen from mission-driven brands is how you get an extra motivation when there's another value besides, hey, we, we want to hit a million dollars this quarter. That's our goal. Everybody's got to work towards this goal. It's a million dollars. Let's do it, people. But let's just say you have this goal of money, but you also have a goal of, you know, hey, we're, we're going to hit a million dollars. And when we hit that, we're going to help feed a thousand hungry people. Then your staff and the people around you have this extra impetus, you know, an extra motivation. And they can see that impact in a very concrete way besides just, I'm getting a little more in my paycheck, you know? So I think there's, there's that value in it. And when we, you know, there's employee retention is a, is a huge thing now too, that people just hop and skip to different positions all the time. So that's one way to really keep your, you know, by differentiating yourself as a company and having those people that work with you take part in that, it gives them an extra motivation to stay and keep working on it. And, and I think on the business, so that's, that goes to the, the company side, the motivation, you know, cause I think everybody, you know, with this transition with my company, it's, I think it's about helping mission-driven brands, but it's also about the curious brands too. Because I know there are thousands of companies out there that are saying, you know, I would love to do this, but I don't think it's. But I want to see that it's that it's tangible and easy to do. Yeah, not how, easy, how do I do? Not it? impossible. I'm not going to lose my shirt doing this. You know, so I guess you know, going to value too that there are plenty of examples of companies that are making tens to hundreds of millions of dollars with a mission-driven component to them. You know, we, I mean, we can go down the list, but it's like, you know, Everlane. Another one we didn't mention was Pura Vita Bracelets. Pura Vita Bracelets sold $68 million last year. They were just bought by Vera Bradley. They are um, a very popular Shopify store. Um, they're, they're so good at marketing. I'm, I'm just... Uh, I, I look at them... Always look at them as an example. You know, they created this mission of making sourcing artisanal bracelets that are made in Costa Rica and supporting that community there and supporting like local artisans. Bracelets are not expensive, you know, but they have gotten, they have one of the largest brand ambassador programs I've ever seen. 
So it just speaks to the power of when people believe in the product and can do it, then you can make a viable business around it. Because I mean, these days, brands are not stores. Um, Brands are people and brands need to have following. So a great way to have a following is by having strong values that the shopper can, you know, immediately favor over others. You know, so I, I think we're now, maybe five years ago, there wouldn't be an all birds and an Everlane would be a smaller company. But now it's realistic that companies can achieve sales goals and mission goals together. I just want to go back to the point that you made about setting goals and getting the buy-in from your company and from your employees. Uh, that's obviously like a, an amazing opportunity within your business. But on the other side of it, it's so much easier to create marketing messages around, we're going to help X amount of people with this problem instead of going, we want to make a million dollars. You know, that no one no one can make a marketing uh-huh. campaign around that. You know what I mean? But they're like, if you flip it and you're like, oh, we're gonna help X amount of people, that is an amazing marketing campaign right there. Yeah, exactly. And think about think about your email sign up. You know, instead of get 10% off, just say sign up for email and we'll we're gonna do this when you sign up for email. You know, we're going to help this cause or we're going to, you know, or we're going to, you know, do something positive or every time you make a purchase, we do this. And then, right. Think of that message on your email sign up, on your product page, in your checkout, like in your checkout, that, that point where people add to cart, but they don't go forward. You know, think about it as part of your, you know, your shopping cart reminder, abandoned cart notification. So I, yeah, I'm with you. It, the messaging there, it can, it can go all around 360, your marketing messages as a call to action and to close sales. Absolutely. I think, yeah, I think, I, you know, like the other side of it is, I do think that what's nice about sustainability or, you know, and, and what I found just on my journey of pursuing other, you know, pursuing a different diet is that I think purity and perfection is kind of the enemy of all this, that people think, you know, oh, if I, if I'm going to become a vegetarian, I have to do it perfectly. You know, when, or if I'm going to be, if if I'm going to do, if I'm going to become environmentally conscious, like I, it's all or nothing. And it's, it's really just, it's a journey and, and everyone fucks up at some point in that journey or does something, you know, like nobody's perfect in this. It's just about assessing it and just constantly improving from what you did the day before. And like, I think sometimes with these options, you know, people take that all or nothing or purity mentality to it when it doesn't really have to, you know, if you're 75% better than you were last year, that's amazing. And that's something that, you know, your company can build on. And that's why a lot of companies now are just putting together a roadmap and saying, Hey, we're trying to get better. And but we're setting this date of when we're going to set in these initiatives. So it's not something that someone has to do in 24 hours. You can set yourself up for a transition and and prepare, um, you know, prepare the company and prepare the consumer. And shoppers like that journey too because you're sharing it with them. So if 
we're gonna go down that rabbit hole and we're gonna <laughs> start to start to do this within my company. Like, how's it gonna affect my marketing and and what are some other ways that this can kind of build up my marketing strategy? We all know that I mean, paid marketing has can have great value, but with limited budgets, it's good to really bolster your organic and have it there so that you can get customers at a low acquisition cost. And then once you figure it out, when you figure out that message that really hits people and converts, then you can amplify it through paid marketing channels. You know, so tangibly how you do that on so with organic marketing, it's I think it's about coming on the brand side and content, you need to develop your story and what's going to separate you from everybody else. Like what, you know, and that can be product elements, but it can also have mission driven components to it as well. You know, what are your, what are the five bullet points? You know, and it's not about you. It's about how it, it will impact the consumer. And then once you have that message down, you know, and as we say, like, you know, getting, I mean, I think a lot of brands need copywriters and copywriters. There's just to articulate that vision better to a consumer, you know, so I would recommend with your brand strategy, bringing in, you know, consultants and a professional or two to help you carve that out. I mean, then when you get into the marketing channels, email, Instagram, website, SEO, and YouTube. With email, well, actually, let me go to Instagram because I think Instagram is an important one here. That Instagram, there are already flocks of people that are hungry for these products. There are communities out there of influencers that are looking for ethical products, sustainable products. So, you know, so one tactic is to dive into hashtags. And you know, look up a hashtag like sustainable brand, ethical brand, or conscious consumer. And there you're going to find an organism, which is there are brands, there are influencers, there are providers, like there are Shopify providers, even in these niches. And you know, what's nice about it is that they're, they're trying to lift the entire community up. And that's what I really like about it. When we talk about following that, you want to have people do the marketing for you and people who want to help you out. So Instagram is a place that you can find a lot of consumers that you might not have known you know, how to locate before. Um, another option is YouTube. You know, YouTube has a lot of content. I would look at influencers in the YouTube space because it's you know, some of that mission-driven content and sustainable content is very popular on YouTube. And it's it's actually one of those niches that's not as explored or, or, or channels that's not as explored as others. I mean, the idea is we all talk about customer loyalty and how important it is, you know, because we don't want to have one time customers. Like the whole key is like, how do I get return shoppers? What do I do? And I think sometimes we look at the tactical component of it and we talk about email marketing and what I have to do post purchase, you know. So now that you have this brand content that you have, you can communicate that message and you might not have to offer a discount to get someone to come back again. You know, but that's where it, it goes into that marketing funnel because now you have customers that are returning because they believe in your product and they want to support your product because they're hearing about your product on Instagram. They're following the email. They're looking at the website and they're looking at the progress the positive progress that you're making. So it makes it easier for them to come back and return as customers. 
you know, and for marketing expenses, I think, you know, as, as business owners, like, wouldn't it be great? You know, we, we saw last year that everybody was flocking or a lot of brands were flocking to Facebook and Google just because everybody was talking about how Facebook ads were the way to get new customers. Um, and those tactics still work, you know, but I think that if most business owners were given the choice, they would rather help a community out versus helping Facebook increase their ad revenue dollars. I think that one of the big things that a lot of our listeners struggle with is coming up with concepts and ideas for their marketing and for their... Especially with their email marketing. I, I, I see a lot of people just defaulting to the standard just sale blast. You know what I mean? Like, we got a sale. We got a sale. We got a sale. Right. Um, you know what I mean? So, so this this mission driven driven like uh, concept just it writes your almost writes your marketing for you. You have so much more to talk about, and I think that that's amazing. It'll help a lot of the uh, a lot of the brands that are kind of in that space where it's stuck. And another thing to consider is like you don't have to be a Tom's where you're one for one. You can give back in lesser parts, and you're still doing good as a whole. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, yeah, it's not all or nothing. You're not becoming a Buddhist monk by, you know, by having by by getting involved. I think charity has always been a big portion of the market. I think it's just its execution is changing. You know, I remember five years ago, and the fall would hit, and I would hear a couple brands talking about. Oh, Thanksgiving's coming. I have to think about a charity that I'm going to donate to or a charity drive. So it's always been in our DNA. It's just changing now where, you know, hey, instead of just doing it for Christmas, why not just incorporate it? Yeah, it does give you a lot of free content. The whole point of your of, the, of sales is to persuade people to buy, is to give people that little impetus to say, I'm getting huge value here. You know, I'm ready to take the leap and I'm ready to to place that order. You know, so it's just that like on on product pages, there's this, there's a lot of smart strategies out there about unique selling propositions, you know, where right under that add to cart button, you're putting three different reasons why that customer should buy. You know, and and it could totally be a free shipping message, you know, that can be powerful. You know, this is some of this content can also fit into that where it's along that that buying process and the decision making. You're just reinforcing that here's what we're doing besides the price of the product. Absolutely. So, thank you so much for joining us today and, and sharing all these insights. So, if people are uh, picking up what you're putting down, how th- how can they find you online if they want to know more about all this? I'll make it super easy. I'm so my company's name is Needle Movement, as in move the needle. And you can reach me at hello at Needle Movement. And I'm just totally curious to hear everyone's thoughts um, and experiences on it. Um, And I can also, I'm happy to offer um, digital strategy tips um, to people that reach out. So hello at needlemovement.com. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me again. And I I (laughs) promise not to delete this one. (laughs) Fair enough. Hey, it it was fun the second time as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Chase. 
We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing the truth. Links and more will be available in the show notes. If you found any actionable advice in this podcast that you'd like to apply to your business, please reach out at electriceye.io slash connect. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice.